Hi, I'm Justin. I'm Josh. And I'm Austin. Hey guys, have you seen Indiana Jones? Which one? The one we're watching. It's your fucking movie, man. What's the name of it? You have to look up the name of your movie. This is so good. <laughs> wow. Indiana Jones and the Indiana Jones. It's, uh, Indiana Jones and is it is it Temple of it's Doom? It's Crystal Skull. Is it Last Crusade? No, I've seen Crystal Skull. We can't watch Crystal Skull. Which one is it? It's the uh, Raiders of the Last Ark. There you go. Okay. It's the first one. Uh, many oh. people say the second best one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can see that. After the third. Um, I like them. One, two, and three. Mm-hmm. And I was going to say all. Josh, have you seen any of these? <laughs> I've seen Crystal Skull, and that's it. Ooh. I know, I know, I know. Ooh. I know. It's the bad one. So, imagine this. I watched Death Note on Netflix, and that's my first exposure to Death Note. Oh, you've seen it? you watched it? No, no, I'm saying oh, imagine okay. this. If you did, yeah. Yeah, that's how bad Chris Kingdom I've, Skull I've is compared to the original source material. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what do you think this movie's gonna be about? Uh, probably Indiana Jones. And who is? He's construct a, a character for us. He is like a. He's, isn't Jones he like movie. an archaeologist that like goes around and like finds artifacts and puts them in museums or whatever? That is what you know, the internet would suggest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, what kind of character do you think he is in these earlier ones? Uh, probably more of the stereotypical action hero guy. Okay. You know he's cool and he knows it, and you know. Maybe it's like a super thing where he's like mild mannered so and so, but when he goes, but you jungle, think he's he sexy like and he knows it. You're so close to the Clark Kent thing. Yeah. Um, all right, what do you think the adventure is going to be? Because uh, we have possibility for anything. These, this first one, grounded in. I'm going to tell you. Yeah. M- real, real myth. Grounded well, yeah, in folklore. It's Ark of, it's and Ark of the Covenant. Yeah. Sure. Uh, second one, sure, whatever makes sense mm-hmm. to a point. Third one, back to myth. Fourth one, aliens. So I just want to let you know it's not as a big umbrella as aliens. We were all shocked when aliens came along. No, I I know that aliens is not the the standard thing. Mm -hmm. Aliens. Aliens. Do you know know what the Ark of the Covenant is? Like the myth and lore? Not not particularly. Okay. Well, we're going to find out. Yeah. Because he's an archaeologist, history professor. It's going to melt my face off at the oh, end. Oh, no, don't fucking look, man. No, don't look. <laughs> it's not like I haven't seen, like, every iconic scene in this movie already. Wait, you've Just seen being, it? You've seen the, on the Internet. of the Covenant? I've seen... How is your face not melted off? Right? <laughs> you can see it, just not see it opened. Yeah. Uh, so this... Do you know who plays him? No, no, I don't. Okay. I, I, probably, I probably do. I believe like, you this told is... told me the actor I I believe know. this is... Uh, Harrison Ford. Ooh, good job. This is the first movie on our podcast featuring Harrison Ford. Yeah, it is. And introducing, on the credits of this episode, Harrison Ford. If I didn't say Harrison Ford, Justin, would you have remembered that it was Harrison Ford? Yes. Oh, so you knew. Absolutely knew it was Harrison Ford. That's one that's kind of branded into most people's head. I know you've seen Star Force. Star Force? (laughs) Star Force? With with Harrison Tesla? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, that's like the failed branch of government. I meant Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Star Force. Oof. <laughs> that's the one that came out the same year. Asshole! Yeah, you bastard! You bastard! No, we can't do that. That's another person's joke. It's so good. <laughs> Shout out to the birthday boys. Yeah, Not it. enough people watch that. Um, Alright, we're going to get to this movie. We're going to watch it, and then we're going to come back and motherfucking talk about it. It's going to be so good. This episode's yep. going to belong in a museum. In a future. Ah, you can't do it. He said he wanted to make that joke. Yep. (laughs) I was hoping I would come back hating it. I could say that phrase. And then I was like, why do you have to hate it to say that phrase? And he's like, I guess I don't. It's funnier. (laughs) Okay. We'll we'll get you hating something. Not this movie, probably, because I think it holds up. We'll see. Yep. We'll see. Yep. I'm sure it does. I'm excited. Here we go. Just watched Indiana Jones, Woo. the first one. <laughs> Which one was it? Raiders of the Lost Aliens. <laughs> What'd you think, Josh? It was good. <laughs> you seem exasperated to say you that. You say that almost hesitantly. No, I, 
Was this movie tiring to watch? No, it was exciting, and there was action for like three seconds, and... Very, very action yeah. movie. Yeah. It was. It's like a quintessential action movie. This was, we were talking, probably the most movie movie you've ever seen. Like, I was shocked at how many, like, references and quotes and, came from yeah, this movie. From this one, not just the Jones series, this one movie. <laughs> yep. yep. Like, damn. Uh, are you going to put the rest of them on your list now? Possibly. Well, I mean the good ones that we we've all seen. Crystal Skull. Unfortunately, uh, not up for discussion. No, it's terrible. I mean, we can review it, but no. <laughs> uh, it's dead to way us. too many CGI tiny bugs. Uh, Shia LaBeouf was a problem, mm-hmm. and aliens, mm-hmm. big big bad aliens. Let's talk about a good one. This, this one, one was good. It starts off. Right off the bat, you're like, bam, jungle, go. Yup. Yeah. <laughs> We're looking through the jungle. It's Indy and his two guides. You go almost, it seemed like 10 minutes without a good shot of Indy. Like, just them going through. Like, you see a silhouette, mm-hmm. and you see, like, a little bit more of them each but shot. But it's a very shadowy jungle. Each shot. There's and then dappled there's like... with light. And then he's the, the quintessential Indy shot. He steps out kind of out of the shadows. And, uh, we've right after he disarmed the guy with the gun, the, he disarmed the guy who was pulling a gun on him with a whip, mm-hmm. and that's whenever he pulls out and he's like coming out dun, of the shadows. Dun, dun, dun. And we get the quintessential uh, John Williams score rising. It's, it's funny to me, like how much not a hero he is, like for being lauded. You mean he fails constantly. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like, like, like he fails constantly mm-hmm. in this movie, and he's like. He does the thing, and then the bad guys show. He's so thanks for doing the thing for really us. Really good at doing what he does. The problem is Nazis, <laughs> because if it was just Indiana Jones, he'd be fine. He'd be great. Yeah. He's great at getting in these but temples and that... tombs and figuring out puzzles. So I'm not going to spoil it, but I the reason I like the third one most. <laughs> is because we get a lot more of uh, kind of clue building and looking through different puzzles and figuring out where things are. Sort of like the staff in this one, the staff mm-hmm. of Ron, how they figured out from the medallion how high it had to be. Right. A lot more of that in the third it's one. It's more puzzling unless, oh, I happened to find out where... Uh, there was a lot of puzzles in this beginning scene, though, nice. this first temple. Oh, I like this, yeah. There was a lot of traps yeah. and puzzles. Like, he's like, oh, you got to avoid the light, which... Can we talk about that, like, light Every night, does technology? this thing come yeah. out and stab and just stay there? What if it's a gate that stays closed all night? Like, I thought maybe it was safer at night, because no. then you can't trigger the light traps, but you just can't get through it. You just can't night. get through it. Okay. Well, is there some sort of, like, photosensitive moss? And that's how it works? What kind of technology did, this, did they have there, man? Really cool old world technology. They, they spent all of it there because the rest of the traps... Well, were- that's... Okay. We might get a little conspiracy on this podcast because this is a conspiracy movie. Aliens. This no, shut up. <laughs> We're not talking about the fourth one. Not everything leads back to aliens. I know you're you're new in the conspiracy world and it seems like everything leads back to aliens, but that's only Doctor Who. Like that show will trick you. You'll be watching it and you'll be like, "Ooh, what is it this time? Aliens. Is it goblins in the sewers?" It's always aliens. 100%. I don't care. I don't care what the story is, it's always aliens, but it will trick you because it's written so well. Yeah. I'm not talking about the new ones, I'm talking about more of the classic ones. I haven't seen the new 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 ones. I so they're pretty good. This one goes into the myth of um the Ark of the Covenant. This ta- this is when Moses in the Old Testament and the the Jewish Bible, uh Moses leads the people out of Egypt. He brings down the Ten Commandments on these tablets. Yeah, because they're all camped out and they're waiting for him to get back with God's word. He goes up to the mountaintop, talks to God, like etches these tablets mm-hmm. and comes down. But then he gets pissed because like people have made a golden calf and they're committing all these sins against the things that he just wrote down. Like, uh-huh. give them some time. Yeah. They just learned. and no, There's no time. He smashes them. He's pissed. Uh, that was the joke in... Mel Brooks' History of the World, he goes up there and he's like, I give you the 15. And he drops one of them. The 10. Okay. 10 commandments. Yeah. <laughs> uh, old story. This is uh, kind of a... I'm not going to say modern, because this whole movie is pulpy and referencing the time in which it was actually mm-hmm. taking place. Like The movies of the 20s, 30s, and 40s 
the golden age of Hollywood, like yes. the Errol Flynn kind of action movie. The one like, I, I want to say Casablanca and the Nazis. I've never occupying. seen so many dates in a movie. Actually, came, like brought about the end of this sort of age. We turned to the Silver Age after that. I think you've never seen what? So many dates. Dates were all over this movie. You mean the food? The food or yeah. the? Oh well, I mean you're in Cairo. That's that's where you get yeah. dates. Dates are delicious, yeah. by the way. You make a good pie crust with dates. Ooh. Smash up some walnuts and dates, some flour. That's all you need. <laughs> so we're still in the first temple. We're doing all sorts of cool stuff. Indiana Jones has a torch, and he's uh, tapping the ground and seeing where like poison darts are shooting out of. Yeah, there's like the pits that points. fall and everything. Um, it's problematic, like right off the bat, just because both of his guides. I mean, guides betray him. I mean, the entire concept, like the white colonialist savior. Yeah. Like it, we're just, it's just problematic. Yeah. Of course, he's trying to get to these relics before the Nazis do, which is like the better of two evils. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, his bumbling guides are no help. Yeah. They seem to be more trap fodder. I think he brings along people every time. He does. So kind when of shit hits the fodder. fan. They take the first couple traps. Yeah. And also, because he, he doesn't bother learning the languages, unlike the other archaeologist who always beats him, because he speaks languages with people, places that he goes. The uh, anti-Indiana Jones, the French archaeologist. What's his name? Uh, Babat. I believe it's... Babcock, maybe? Oh, it's French. Yeah. Babat, I think. But... Babat. No, no worries. Um, we're introduced... Okay, so they're in the temple, and you get right off the bat... This is a surprise to you, Josh, how quick this scene came up. Oh, with the boulder. The boulder. And replacing the idol with the bag. And, like, measuring out yeah. the sand. This was like in the moment. first ten minutes Belloc. of the scene. Belloc, okay. So this was my first time watching this in 4K... Definitely recommend it. Yeah. Like, it was yeah. very pretty. This was really well shot. Um, it was directed great. I mean, Lucas and Spielberg behind the camera doing some fun stuff. The goofy stuff you definitely attribute to Lucas, I think, and the more serious shot. I don't know. Most of the goofy stuff was pretty subtle, like, you know, the Nazi pull, the, the three thing, and it or, turns it into the coat hanger. There's a lot of times where somebody disappears into a doorway and you hear, like, thwing, That was, yeah, that was a little And they get hit with, like, a frying pan. But no, I guess Lucas had a lot of great shots in Star Wars, too. So it can't be all goof. Um, what I noticed in 4K... You definitely tell this whole movie was like a labor of love for both of them, though. Oh, yeah. The movies they grew up with on television and stuff. Uh, the, the amount of swinging on ropes and vines and whips and, like, the heroes not using guns as much as they could when they can resort to non-lethal weapons. Most, for not the most part? Not just non-lethal, just, like, not guns. yeah. He didn't use guns very often, but he did kill people. Holy crap, we'll get to that. And this he is did a get P- two headshots. This is a PG movie, so and Indiana Jones guns. shoots two... They are Nazis. <laughs> they shoot, him, <laughs> shoot him in the head, and you see the bullet exit and blood spurt, and it's like, Jesus, this is PG. We had to look it up. I thought yeah. this was R. Well, if this was made today, definite R. From the head punches alone, like, you have to rate something like that. PG. PG. It was before PG-13. Yeah. Otherwise, w- it would have been. It, it, it would have been bored. Well, like, back then, it would have been. It would have been. Yeah. Now, R. I don't know. It wasn't quite bad. Yeah, it gets killed R. by a plane rotor. There's a dude who gets run over by a truck. Yeah. We see a head explode. It, yeah, this would have been R. We see face melt. Yeah. But, had it been R, we would have seen titties. Uh-huh. There were no boobs in this. No boobs. Uh, there was almost. There was almost. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about the girl? <laughs> Who? Uh, his, uh, his... Well, let's get through the first temple, and yeah. then we'll get there, yeah. Um, this, because this starts on a side adventure. This really has nothing to do but set up the fact that Indy's good at solving puzzles, bad at public relations. Because he gets the idol, which, okay, I wanted to mention it's in 4K. You can see this idol. He's all big and grinny mm-hmm. with his hair. He's holding his butt cheeks open. Yeah. His hands are back and he's just spreading. He's just spreading his butt cheeks. <laughs> Whatever idol that is. Yeah. That is something I never noticed on VHS <laughs> when I watched this as a kid. <laughs> um, so, I mean, 
both of his guides freak out. First one pulls the gun on him. The second one, he uses his whip to get across a pit. The guide goes first, and he's like, throw me the idol, and I'll throw you the whip. It's like, no. no. But the door's closing. Yeah. He's like, you have no time to argue. Ha ha ha. And Indiana's just like, are you serious? Like, God damn it. And then he act like he got him. He's like, oh, I got you. You gave me the... Ro- the, the He throws the idol. idol to him. Yeah. And he's like, ha ha and throws the whip on the guy. Indy does one of those jumps that looks so painful in movies. Where you, you just jump slam against the and wall. your torso hits the wall and you start sliding back down. Like, oh, that would oh. knock the wind out of yeah. you. I guess you gotta do what you gotta, you gotta do. do. what you gotta do, man. <laughs> I want to go to one of those indoor, like, uh... It's a good thing that was the slowest closing door ever. Well, it's a probably a 4,000 ton rock. What do you want? <laughs> Thank you think God that it's get slow. You faster. You gotta have time to get out in case you trigger it by mistake. Like, it's not like you couldn't have gotten out way. Yeah, it was like there was, there was all sorts of natural every, trees. Every time we see from below, it's just foliage and sky above him, and he probably could have climbed yeah, out. Yeah. It's more dramatic this way. Uh, one thing I forgot is when he's sliding under the door, he reaches back for his whip. Mm-hmm. It must be a later one where he reaches back for his hat, right? Because that's the scene you always see replicated. Is like, you've seen in like The Simpsons, you saw it in some '70s shows. He was taking that hat and putting it off. off taking but it off I'm off. talking about specifically reaching back under the door for the hat and then putting it on. Yeah. Maybe it's the second one, but I I definitely remember that happening. Yeah. Uh, from there he gets fooled. He gets foiled mm-hmm. by Bab- Belloc, Belloc, who speaks the native language. He's convinced the tribes people that Indy's bad and he's good. He's going to save their god, their golden idol. Uh-huh. And so when Indy comes out, they just have their arrows, their blow darts, their spears. Their... They killed the guy who portrayed him before that oh, he let go. Murderized him, yeah. Um, the other guy got murdered by the uh, sunlight trap. Mm-hmm, the spikes came out and impaled him. How, how do you forget a sunlight trap? There's no time. He's freaking out. He's just... But that's like one thing that I you know. see and you're like, whoa. That trap is activated by like disturbing the sunlight. This movie was an hour and 55 minutes 100 no hour 55 didn't feel that long it didn't it went by nice and quick but one thing i want to say is i bet there were more traps that weren't featured that were either cut or just not shown and mm-hmm. maybe we didn't even see all the action josh we just saw the best bits of the action. if you got 13 God. different traps you might forget the sunlight trap like, as you're running back through it. If you have to, like, remember what prime numbers step to step on. <laughs> and, like, how to play the keyboard to make the melody that makes the door open. Like, we saw the best ones. This was, like, Legend of the Hidden Temple, where very rarely... You're describing more like, uh, like Harry Potter trying to get to, like... Like, uh, the Chamber of Secrets or some shit. That's a good crossover. I'll watch Harry Potter and Indiana yeah, Jones. Jones. <laughs> I've come for my son! He kicks in the door. <laughs> Harry's just a strange son. <laughs> That'd be good, because then you have the magic and the... The, the, the luck. The luck. Because this character is built on luck. Uh, he runs away. He gets a head start because... Belloc holds up the idol and all the indigenous people bow down to it. Mm-hmm. And this, I mean, of course, go, Indiana runs. He gets on his plane, and this is where we get the famous, like, why'd it have to be a snake? Or why why, why is there a snake? I hate snakes. No, that's not that yet. Well, we're... We just find out he, he hates snakes. Because mm-hmm. yeah. uh, the pilot has one. And it's a big one. It's yeah. just chilling in this it's plane. It's pet Greg or some shit. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Just a pilot that... Goes around the world with Indiana Jones and his pet snake. Yeah. Or just a South American contact. Mm. This was a tiny plane. He probably doesn't fly it everywhere. Uh, we get back to his normal life. His Clark Kent, as you put it. <laughs> He's a professor at Oxford or Yale. But this would be if like Clark Kent was open about being Superman. Like yeah. If he was just like, oh, during the, I'm also a reporter. I, I could see if Clark <laughs> Kent landed on Earth. 100, 200 years earlier, he'd be totally open about it and be like a for hire dude. Maybe it's more like Peter Parker. Like, where did you get these arcs from? 
I want etchings of Spider-Man. Bring me tableaus, tablets, columns, and intaglios of Spider-Man. That'd be pretty sweet. Uh, He gets back to the school. He's teaching a class on Neolithic rock sculpture. So he's one of those hands-on teachers. He gets out in the field and he knows what he's talking about. It's boring as shit. All the girls love him. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's Harrison Ford. Well, look at his face, man. Yeah. <laughs> look at his brain. One of the girls has love you written on her eyelids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she woke up early to put that there. <laughs> uh, he, Yeah, he's probably getting into some trouble. In it. It's college. Mm-hmm. It's not high school. Yeah, he's it's not, college. He know, in its 1930s, he's not, he knows he's gotten getting in too much trouble. <laughs> um, he finds out that the Nazi SS, the occult, are looking for the Ark of the Covenant. Mm-hmm. He finds out that they're a couple steps closer than anyone's ever been. They all know the mythology, how to find it. But no one's ever found the physical clues which are needed because right. they're like actual measurements. Where is the line we hear that it's like the Nazis are closing in on the well of souls and you're just like, regardless of anything that's happening and no matter what's going on. We should all be focused on that. (laughs) If you hear that, you're like, that's not good. (laughs) (laughs) You could have not been paying attention movie up until that point. And then they're just like, the Germans are at the well of souls. (laughs) Anything that comes after that is going to be bad. What this is, is it's a dig site in Cairo, so they uh, they equip Indiana Jones for the journey, they're like, here's everything you need, here's a contact in Cairo, he owns like a spy syndicate, this guy's kind of cool, yeah. the character, not mm-hmm. the actor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, John Reese davis has made some mistakes in the past year and been real xenophobic mm-hmm. towards the people who live in that area. Yes, yes he has. <laughs> uh, Indiana Jones gets there, and... What we are, what we find out is, you know, people, or in order to find the Ark of the Covenant, you have to find the map room, mm-hmm. which is in Cairo, and, and you need to have the staff of Ra and the headpiece. And the headpiece. They he actually and knows the amulet thing that where tells you that's it's like the codex. The amulet is the headpiece. Did he burn his hand on? That's the headpiece. Oh, okay. Because it's got the jewel in the center and the mm-hmm. instructions around the edges. Indiana Jones has Lee, uh, uh, a. Head up on the Nazis on this. He has a contact who had the headpiece, and uh, Indiana Jones studied under him, but then had a falling out because he dated his daughter when he was younger, like right. ten years ago. Was he... that the girl that? Is that Marion? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, other movies you'll know her from are uh, like Animal House. Yeah, she was in that. She was. In, she was in a bunch of good ones. Mm-hmm. Um, Car- Karen she did great. She yeah. She is in the fourth one. She comes back to reprise that role. She's Shia LaBeouf's mother. Yeah, Karen Allen. Mm-hmm. Um, she did great. Mm-hmm. She was in Scrooged. That's one of the roles I love her the most. Like, great part. Uh, Indy wants to meet up with I her father. Felt, I felt like it would have been better if... If, uh... She didn't, like, get back into Indy so quickly. Because it seemed like they had like a big falling out, and they like no, you know really, like really it always it always happens in movies like where it's like oh we had this big falling out and I hated you and then like nothing really happens to resolve that and then they're into each other. You again. say nothing happens, but let's discuss this scene. Her father's dead. The one Indy comes looking for first of all. Yes, she's drinking in a bar, out drinking the biggest dude you, we've seen, yeah. and. Drinking him under the table. He's so drunk, he's stumbling in his chair. He's yeah. falling out of it. And she just gets up and works and Which holds a conversation. Which makes me think that she's watered down those drinks since she's the bartender. At least her side. Or had her side pour her, like... No, but she uses her drinking to drink someone under the table again later I know. on. And she didn't get a chance to water down his booze. Oh, I know. I'm just saying at this point in the movie, I'm suspicious. Because she is putting them down. Um, she has the amulet. In one night, Indy comes back into her life. Nazis attack. Burn her fucking bar to the ground. Yeah. And she has nothing. And she's not into him yet. So, I I say it takes a little while. Alright. She does get kidnapped, and it's probably several weeks. He just leaves her, though. I'm not talking about that first time. I'm talking about whenever he... 
goes to her, finds her, yeah. and then just leaves her with the Nazis. And then she's so pissed at him. Oh, whenever yeah. that happens. Okay, okay, we'll she's get to that. She's so though. pissed at him of course. when that happens. But was, who wouldn't be? Because you loved him with Nazis. It was strategic. <laughs> but we'll get to that. Right now, um, she has nothing left because her bar burns down. Who is this guy? This little, like, this little dweeby rat Nazi dude who's, like, always dressed in black? You Do say we... dweeby nat- rat Nazi dude. I think, like, he's got to be real scary if he has power no, in there. No, he's strong, too, like, the way he's grabbing people and moving them. We don't have, ever get a name for him, do we? No. You think he's got some magic artifacts? Oh, yeah. I he's think... found something? Like, he's one of, the, like, the, the heads of the occult in, mm-hmm. in the... I don't think this is the first mission he's gone on, right. and I don't think it's the first successful one, because mm-hmm. uh, he really seems to know what he's doing. He's, he's always one step <laughs> ahead of Indy. Uh, Except for the amulet thing where he just he so goes off of the burn on his hand. They're fighting. They catch the bar on fire. And the amulet falls into the fire. It's her dad's. She inherited it. And uh, we get a great fight scene here. We get some of the first like headshots. This dude's on fire. Boom. Boom. Uh, one of the, the evil Nazi dude orders his uh, associate to shoot Indiana Jones and there for hire who's holding and him. And this guy, like, he's like a little weasel dude who looks miserable anytime that they're just walking around, but anytime, like, a fight's breaking out, he's just, like, in the background laughing. Yeah. Like, he has his gun ready to go, but he's just like, ha, 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 ha. Oh, so effect <laughs> Just ready for action, yeah. <laughs> Dressed all, like a all-in-black Dick Tracy. Uh, yeah, the ambulant gets super hot in the fire. He goes to grab it. And this is a pivotal part because it burns an imprint in his hand. They're able to like map out how long the staff needs to be to hold the amulet now because he's got clues. Her bar explodes, and this is why she goes with him. She has nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was her inheritance. This was her dad's place, and it's gone now. And what are you going to do? You're like an American girl. I understand going with him. Yeah. That's not what I was questioning. Oh, no, no. That, that happens purely through the adventure, I think. Like, they topple a tomb together. That, that'll bring it close. I don't, I don't think that that's the first time that they've done that. Ooh. Why doesn't Indy have any magic artifacts, then? Because he gives them all away. Uh, he sells he puts them. puts them in museums. <laughs> that, that's what I meant. He sells them. That's not in this movie. That it line. No. Yeah, that's the third one. <laughs> we gotta wait for that. Yeah. Um, that's like the one line you knew that you were waiting for. Little did you I know. I knew other lines. I just didn't realize that... On this movie. Like, I love that we were five minutes in. You're like, holy shit, we're already in the boulder? <laughs> <laughs> they they go to Cairo now because they have the contact. And Marion grabbed the headpiece. And come to find out, the Nazis have half the information. Yes. They, they cracked it's two-sided. it. It's two-sided. Uh, just like when you find a note or a clue anytime... Flip it over and read the other yeah. side. <laughs> we were in a D&D game a couple of years ago, and I was DMing. And I gave... These two were playing in it, and a, a couple other people, I gave them a note. And what was it? A good two or three weeks before you turned it over and read the back, and there was a pivotal clue on it. So it like, was no longer relevant? Yeah, it could have solved a lot of heartache. Yeah, we figured it out, though. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. <laughs> um... They, uh, this wizard that's solving this, I love this room that John Reese davies is renting out or has. Yeah. Like, it's all tiny pillars in the middle of the room. The window's just a circle blasted looking to the sky with a telescope. more interesting than Indiana Jones. Yeah. Just, like, having, like, a... A digging crew at his disposal. Just, like, he just had, like, a network of spies and shit mm-hmm. just going around everywhere. But sitting by this telescope in this window looking to space is this wizardy motherfucker, all dressed in blue, and he just starts giggling, and he's like, I solved it. Uh-huh. You have to make the staff this long, and then he turns it over, but take away this much. Uh-uh. And they're all like, oh, yeah, they're, they're digging in the wrong place. <laughs> we know how long the stick but needs to be. But we still gotta get, like, right next to them. Uh-huh. Well, it's not that much of a difference, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, this is... This is where the monkey kind of makes a big role. Like, we got a monkey in here, and I'm not a big fan the of Nazi monkeys. Monkey. The, the Nazi, Nazi monkey. Mon- oh my god, the Nazi Mur- <laughs> your Nuremberg trials from monkeys. 
<laughs> that monkey got that monkey got his just. Desserts. He said he was yeah. just following orders, See, sir. Got it. Yeah, got just it. He had, a, ba- he had uh-huh. a bad date. Uh huh. Oh ho ho ho. <laughs> yep. Shit's <coughs> getting bananas. Uh, it would have been better if he had a banana. Yeah, what if? No, he's okay. Um, no, he's not okay. A spy comes in from an, an arrival guild. We have a lot of good scenes in Cairo where it's sort of more intrigue than action, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, Still fight scenes, though. Oh, yeah. Fight All scenes, chase scenes. Those are nonstop in this movie. <coughs> but a, uh, an assassin comes in who the monkey works for, and he pours a ton of poison on these dates. And it's like, oh, you're ruining all those dates, and this whole family's going to eat them. You're not just targeting Indiana Jones that's so dirty. But the monkey's eating dates, and he dies. And so John Rhys Davis is like, bad dates. Yeah, saves them. We get that shot where he flips it up into the air and then There's several it. times where he's about to eat them and people yell, Stop! In the movie theater? For, but yeah. For like, no, not in the movie theater. Like, oh. In the movie <laughs> <laughs> you're just in the movie theater and you're like, Don't eat it! Don't eat it! Don't eat it. <laughs> <laughs> I know Josh is being like, No, don't eat it! <laughs> you are so yeah, invested definitely. in this character. <laughs> the date. <laughs> no, the monkey. <laughs> no, no, no. Little indie. It was just like he would go to take a bite, and the bu- and the guy that was solving it would be like, "Wait, no, that but means this." Relating to something in the story, yeah. yeah but yeah. it sounds like they're being like, "No, wait, that's poison," but it's <laughs> never what they're saying until finally. Uh, they get some disguise work and go to the dig site, and they find the map room. They've got the staff that's the right length. They've got the headpiece, and we get like a cutscene where he's doing some math. He puts it into the floor. Mm-hmm. The sunlight hits it just right. And, and a fucking works. laser blast through this and shines up a room. And you're I like, did it. He's like, I, I figured it out. I think that's it. <laughs> Takes his tape measurement and he's like, working with this miniature city that's pretty awesome. It's mm-hmm. like 5,000 years old or something. Finds out the true location of where the Ark is buried. Uh, gets up to the surface and finds... Well, John R. Davis gets kidnapped at this point and questioned. Luckily, now, do you he think, speaks the language. Do you think that when the Nazis... <laughs> uh-huh held up the staff and found the place that it also shot off a laser beam in a different spot? Probably. No. It was not the same type of crystal. It was But they had the staff. He I took know. the staff from them. I like, know. They used all the They had stuff. the staff, but they didn't have the headpiece. They recreated it based off the mm. burn mark. So they probably used a gemstone that was similar, but it wasn't fucking magic. It wasn't <laughs> the same thing. So it made a light beam, but it was like... And it was like it a little was just white. Like a little sunbeam. Yeah, and then it was like bloop and lit up a spot. Not like when Indiana Jones did it. And it, it was, like, was like a fucking <laughs> like a nuke going off. Yeah. No, no. It they don't have the right crystal. You don't know what color that crystal was. Like or what type it was. It could have so many variables of crystals <laughs> to make laser beams with sunlight. Uh John Rhys Davis gets captured, but he talks his way out of it because he speaks the languages. <laughs> and he comes back to Indiana Jones with a fucking rope he made out of flags and robes. Yeah. Like, this dude is hustling. Um, the, there's a great scene where Marion gets captured because there's, like, a chase scene. The Nazis are after him. There's a bunch of, like, local mercenaries. She hides in a barrel. Like uh-huh. one of those, but like, the monkey uh, rats are out. Yeah, the monkey, and so they take her. And that's whenever you think she dies, whenever that town, like, She gets explodes. put in a fire... Uh, 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 a fireworks truck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you think she's dead. Indy gets drunk with the monkey. Because he doesn't know that it's a little turncoat. And he approaches Belloc at a bar. Just smashed. He's carrying around this bottle that has this much left in it. Like an inch out of 12 inches of hard mm-hmm. Egyptian liquor. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I should kill you right now, man. Nobody's just gonna care about what I do. There's <laughs> two white guys I'm just gonna and kill you. fuck you. <laughs> That's, and Belloc's like, I've been smoking opium and cannabis all day. Can you please sit down? You're hushing my buzz. Why are you lording over me, Indiana? Man, fuck you, man. Fuck you, man. I made the lasers in the pit and you don't even know about it. You don't have an army full of children ready to. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, that's what happens. Cause, right, because he's drunk as fuck. Because he goes to attack the. He pulls dude, a gun, yeah. And the dude, obviously, like last time, has paid off the locals. Everyone in this so bar everyone pulls in machine the guns. Pulls machine guns to attack him, but as soon as that happens, a group of kids <laughs> swarm Indiana Jones. They going, rush him. We gotta go home, Mister Indy. Oh, we gotta we love go you, home. We love you. <laughs> And, and everybody's like, just laughing. Yeah, because they've never seen something as absurd as a child shield army. To, oh, we'll get to it in the Crusades. <laughs> <laughs> but no, they just send in a wave of children spies. And mm-hmm. it's hilarious. Everyone follows it outside. And it's not to kill him anymore. It's just because they want to see this child army escort <laughs> Indiana Jones to his car. Where he gets in and they drive away. Yeah. <laughs> With John Reese Davies. Yep. Um, who orchestrated the whole thing. Mm-hmm. They go to the dig site. They measure out where it's going to be using, like, sextants and telescopes. And they have a dig crew now. And they, I was like, like, smuggled in their own dig crew to hide in the Nazi dig crew. It's pretty cool. Like, they're just operating with confidence. Right, right next to it. Oh, under their nose. <laughs> but it's working because they're all dressed the same and they're yeah. digging all around. Everybody's digging everywhere. Uh what was I going to say? He does get a little too bald when he puts his leather jacket and hat on and like, takes his whip and starts yeah. practicing. Uh, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's tossing plates up and shattering them with his whip. And every time he hits one, he's like, yeah, I'm Indiana Jones. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I was like, it would be really funny if the Ark was just sitting out in the open. Like, you ever play Age of Empires 2 where the relics are just in the open and your monk has to go collect it? Yeah. He, like, uses a telescope, looks... And it's, it's right on top there. of the sand. Got like, it. just glistening in gold <laughs> 20 feet from a dig site or something. Because <laughs> these Nazis are dumb. They they keep flubbing. <laughs> Indiana Jones has, like, honest, like, mistakes. Like, oh, I got surrounded by 12 dudes with guns. <laughs> After falling into a pit of snakes. That will happen. He did choose to go down into the pit of We're snakes. We're getting there. You, yes. <laughs> he finds the spot. They go and a giant CGI storm is brewing up in the sky. Yes. And I, I say CGI, but it's, what do you call it? Matte painting yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was definitely computer generated. Yeah. Uh, they, they pry the lid off this thing and Josh, you're like, they're taking the arc off. They're open. all going to die. <laughs> I know what happens when I they open know. it. <laughs> it's like, you think it was buried under two feet of sand. Like, that would be you awesome. You just open it and they're just all like, Boom. ah. <laughs> The entire thing explodes. Falls back yeah. down. No one hears about it because the camp is dead. Yeah. That would be great. True story. That's what <laughs> happens. But they open it up and it's like, it's not quite Anubis. It's like snake-headed gods. And there's yeah. huge four pillars of them in this room. And they're like, why is the floor moving? <laughs> and here's where Indiana Jones' fear of snakes comes back. Yeah. This is where he actually says, why has it always got to be snakes? Yeah. Which... I gotta say, I don't know... I mean, I know one snake scene in the second movie, but it's not like he has to battle snakes. The third one... Well, the third one, he does fight against, like, the snake people. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) The... uh, The Isargagi, or whatever, the snake people from (laughs) D&D. No, there's no snake people. There's only... Aliens. Snake arrows. (laughs) I know it's weird with, like, the occultism and stuff, but it just has a different flavor than the sci-fi stuff, you know? Yeah. Like, the magical, (laughs) cursed items, given they're pretty heavy on the Christianity in Mm -hmm. 1 and 3, they basically verify the Old Testament and then later the New Testament, maybe. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's still mythology. Even though it's like prevalent social mythology, it's magic. It's supernatural. It's yes, not... there is magic, as mm-hmm. we clearly saw in this movie. Yeah, uh, yeah. They, Indy goes down there, and we get that great scene where he falls, and there's the like king cobra that rears up right in front of him. And I remember watching this on like DVD and hearing about like, oh, if you look closely, you can see the glass that was separating Indy from the king cobra mm-hmm. when he falls. I looked for it in I this. I couldn't see it. They did a. Did you look for it too? Because uh-huh. they did a great job of like restoring this. It is seamless. It looks like that snake's right in his face. It's great. Um, Johnny Davies goes down there too. Just the two of them. 
in this huge pit of snakes. And they're pumping something like snake repellent. Snake kerosene. Snake aside. Snake repellent might be flammable. <laughs> I don't know. Just bunch of gas. <laughs> That's so dangerous. <laughs> I know. They went into a tomb that hasn't been opened in 5,000 years, pumped it full of kerosene, which is lethal if you breathe it in, and then ignited the oxygen <laughs> in the room. And it just works fine. Yeah. They get to a giant sarcophagus. Him and John Reese Davis, Indiana Jones, lift it. Mm-hmm. Throw it to the side and just shatter fuck the that fuck lid. out of it. They brought their own sticks, they stick it inside and raise it up, and there we there go. It is. It's the Ark. It's the Ark. It's what Don't we've been looking it. for. It. No. Don't. Don't even touch it. Open it. Like, use the sticks. That's why they use the sticks. You can't even touch that fucking <laughs> thing. Mythology says it'll, like, zap you yeah. if you touch it. It's like a direct communication to God. You it's, hear a couple of different things. People, yeah. People say it's a weapon. People say it's a direct communication they to God. They talk about lore of it, like, leveling mountains and cities being used and, uh, yeah, they got that picture in the huge Necronomicon book in Indy's office where it's shooting, like, yellow laser beams out. So, of course, the Axis and the Allies both want their hands on this thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be radioactive. It could be pure magic. You never know. But they find it. They box it up. They sh- send it up the thing. And wouldn't you know it, Nazis. That fooled him again. It's always Nazis. Because what happened is during the night, uh, basically Karen, the guy Karen Allen is like kidnapped. You, she's not dead. She was kidnapped by the French archaeologists and just held for his pleasure. Yeah, they had like the whole scene where she tricked him into drinking a lot, thinking he was going to get laid. His family's label. Yeah. Talk about some. He's a little rich boy. Ooh, that's why he's off on archaeology missions with the fucking Nazis. <laughs> He's like, Mommy and Daddy, I want to find some treasure. Yeah. But he's, he's like, oh, he's not even good at it. He's just, like, both times that we've means. seen him, both times that we've seen him succeed, he's just waited for Indiana Jones to do all the hard work and then, like, ambush him as he's leaving the temple. Right. <laughs> he's trying Which, to Which, I mean, do it worked twice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> good bad guy strategy, indeed. <laughs> he's trying to seduce Marion. She's like, I'm not into fucking Indian. At this point, I think she's telling the truth. Yeah. Because he just left her there for the Nazis. Yeah. She's like, listen, I got dragged across the globe. My bar got blown up by both sides. She's like a centralist <laughs> at this point. Like, both sides are equally as bad, in my opinion. <laughs> That'll soon change. Yeah. Because he tries to seduce her, brings her a meal after, like, who knows how many days of nothing. Uh, they get drunk, and she's like, she seeks the knife. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'll be leaving now. And this uh, Nazi all dressed in black yeah. has been waiting outside all day for this to happen. Mm-hmm. He's We've like, seen him looming around the yeah. tent the entire time. And at first you kind of think it's Indy. Because at first Indy does come into the tent and tries to save her, and is like, wait, if I save you, they're going to comb the area, and they're going to find the Ark before me. I know where it is. So he leaves her there, and then later we see the same silhouette, but it's... It's the bad His name was Agent Major Arnold Ernest Tot. Tot. Okay. Wow, he was pretty high up, because he got to wear whatever he wanted. (laughs) This scene is great. He comes into the tent, threateningly pulls out... A tiny black rod connected by chain. To another and it looks like black rod. it looks like a oh, little. Oh, but no, before that, he comes out and he's got two little like Gestapo bitch boys behind him. Yeah. He has to take off his uh, jacket and hold it and stuff. And he pulls this out. It looks like a torture device or a tiny nunchuck. Yeah, yeah, like, what's, what's he, he doing? Do what's he doing with that? And he like folds it up and it's a hanger. It's a coat <laughs> hanger. It's so good. It's such a good like practical gag. There's a lot of show don't tell in this movie, which is nice. Like yeah. you said immediately, I know who the bad guys are. Yeah. I know who's gonna turn on him. The captain didn't, though. Surprisingly, no, he did kind of. What are you gonna do? I know. You're a goddamn. <laughs> I know. You're a tugboat, and they're an SS 
fucking warship. I know. A, a but nuclear-powered I mean, submarine. They did, like, cheer them on whenever, so I get what you're saying. Like, they you will rocket you. <laughs> they will, at the slightest impulse, they will torpedo the fuck out of you. Yes, I get it. it just was, for having that box on board. He had to, like, work really hard to not just get murdered. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. It was a good day <laughs> in 1937. Because <laughs> they get... Uh, Oh, they get in this huge fight. Another great action scene in Cairo when they crawl out of the tomb and there's this funky looking like bat wing plane. Uh-huh. I love the look of that plane. It's really cool. It was like a shark. It was blue oh, on top, white on bottom. the giant German. Boss battle here. We have to get a Bobo here from Double Dragon. Because <laughs> Indiana Jones comes out and he's, we were talking about this, he's not what you would get today if you made this movie. He's very slim. He, right. We get a shirtless scene. There's no pecs. There's no biceps. Like, I buy a dude. Him, I buy him more as, like, a Harrison Ford, like, as uh, the Harrison Ford type as, like, uh, as... This. As Han Solo than I do as this. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Why? Just because bone density dissolves in space and no, can't just work out as much? No, just because, like, I, I picture, like, a rogue in space being, like, all... You know, but he is very roguelike in this. I guess he's not. I'm just saying. I think that if it was remade today, it would be way more muscular. Muscular. You'd be like a Chris. You'd get a. You'd get a Marvel Chris. Uh, and I think that would change the character. I don't think you'd get this like roguey guy who's very good at traps and puzzles. He would be way. They try to make him more charming. Yeah, he's not. He's no, not charming. No, he's, yeah. he has a high, high luck score and a pretty damn low charisma score. He's not friends with anyone across the globe. Um, he gets in this fight, this boss battle, because he goes out and... I explain he's not that big because the first few guys he takes out are just his size. He's just like, punch, punch, yeah. punch. And then this guy is like, holy shit, that guy just punched out three guys in a row. I have to fight him. Because yeah. he's huge, and he goes out there, and he's like, hey, hey, I've been waiting for a challenge. This you, is a, me. This is the only reason I joined the army, right. <laughs> to fight across the globe and he see if anybody can beat He doesn't even initiate the fight. He's just standing at the plane going, come on, get off that plane. I'll come on. <laughs> I saw how you knocked those other guys out. He just, he wanted to rumble. <laughs> uh, and, and he does, and he gets his ass handed to mm-hmm. him. If they weren't fighting next to a plane with a bunch of distractions, he would have died. <laughs> Meanwhile, Marion <laughs> is up there. She takes the chalks out from under the plane and knocks out the cap, the pilot. Yeah. Gets locked in the cockpit while the plane is slowly spinning, makes her way to like the gunner bubble. And I love this because as it's slowly spinning around, she's just like, she's like tearing this fucking camera. Very high body count. Yeah. Explosions everywhere. She's hitting gas tanks and trucks and everything munitions deposits, causing a scene. Uh, meanwhile, Indy gets knocked down to the ground, and you think it's over, but then he's like, hey, don't turn around. And the guy's like, why? Why wouldn't I want to turn around? <laughs> well, just wait. Wait just for wait. it. Don't turn around. Yeah, just, you know, we'll fight, but hold on a second. Just don't turn around for a second. Do you need a just break or something? At, just keep looking at me. Okay, but just how long, keep looking like, at how me long do we have to do this? Just a, like a little bit. Net, what? Uh, just a little bit longer. Why? Do you want a drink or something? What's the, oh god, he turns around. The plane propellers just boo, hit him. Blood splatters on the window of the plane. Um, is this where we get the yeah, the the car chase because it's in the back of the van. Mm-hmm. Great car chase. Uh, he is jumping from car to car. He's throwing people out of him. They're getting run over. He's now at he the point climbed, like, where he's shooting people. Points. He's full on killing Nazis at this point. Well, I mean, we saw him shoot the Nazi in the head like in the first scene they showed up. Yeah. <laughs> and now he shoots another Nazi in the head who's driving the truck. Uh, he gets into it, kicks the other guy out, and he's causing all sorts of trouble on these roads that just have cliff sides. And they said to Marion, if you try to escape on foot, it's three weeks in every direction. To, like, any civilization. Any chance right. of it. Wasn't that whenever she first got captured with the French dude? That's yeah. in the Cairo camp. That's where they are. That's a huge area of desert around you. Yeah. Uh, Indiana Jones gets... Eventually gets the way, gets away. He, like, throws some people's car off a cliff. Uh, some people just, like, run into a chicken coop and they're not dead for it. They'll come back. Uh-huh. 
But he gets the arc. Uh, he gets Mirian, and they make it to the ship. And John Reese Davis is there, and he's like, "This ship will take you to New York, like all the fucking way to America." And that's where you meet the captain that doesn't betray them. This is a sexy looking captain. It does kind of betray them. Uh, he's wearing like a white turtleneck and the white captain's hat. And they get on board, and there's a little bit of romance here. It's that famous scene, like, where doesn't it hurt? And he keeps poking places, and she's kissing him. Oh, I thought you were saying whenever she kissed John Reese davies Oh, well, no, that just <laughs> makes him happy. Like, he goes off singing and then kisses another guy and passes it forward. <laughs> uh, but he, Indy wakes up the next morning and gets his gun, and Marion's like, what, what's wrong? We're supposed to be, like, pleasure cruise seven days all the way to new york he's like the engine stopped they look out and there's a nazi u-boat yeah fucking submarine and caught him he can't escape him he hides in one of those bendy straw things on a boat (laughs) i don't know what they're called vents of some sort yeah he he hid he found his way onto the submarine and hid well the submarine too yeah because they the, the ark is in a box and it's burnt off the ss logo which is Pretty cool. Like during the blue night. fire? Yeah, it's just like... But... wonder what activated it. Hate. <laughs> the script. <laughs> uh, rotoscoping. Uh, it's the only thing in the cargo hold, which was a big mistake. First, put it in a different box. Second, surround it by 50 other boxes. Is it at this point that the Nazis are arguing about whether to open it in front of Hitler or not? Yeah, they get to the submarine base on this hidden island somewhere. You gotta think the Atlantic, because they're on the, like, Cairo. So somewhere in the Mediterranean, the Atlantic. Tiny little island. And it's got a submarine base for the Nazis. And it's an argument between the soldier and the French archaeologist. Mm-hmm. And the archaeologist wants to open it. He wants to wait. No, the archaeologist wants to open it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He wants to open it because it's his. Like He wants to see. He's, yeah. yeah. And the excuse he gives is he's like, oh, what if we get to Germany and you open it in front there's of nothing there. Hitler and there's nothing there. And this convinces everybody. Um, and they're taking it through the desert on this tiny island to like a ceremonial spot. And Indy's there. He knocks out a couple of people. This is funny. He knocks out the first guy and the clothes are too small. And then he knocks out the second guy, and the clothes are too big. And then he knocks out a third guy, That's and they're not, just right. Rule of thirty. <laughs> he doesn't speak German. Yeah. He's gotta speak German. <laughs> I mean, if if this was going on today, and it was ma- majorly, luckily I speak American already. <laughs> but I would learn to speak German if this was happening in Germany today, or anywhere it was happening. <laughs> and you were going there. Yeah. Sadly, it's happening where I live. <laughs> uh, he doesn't speak the language, so every time someone approaches him and is like, what are you doing here? He has to, like, punch him out. Yeah, a lot of big old punch count in this movie, too. He follows them up the canyon, and... Uh, it's where they have... Dude, yeah. He yeah, got... they're taking the covenant to, like, this special place to check An it altar. out. An altar... Uh, Belloc's in full, like, He's always in the black. Like, the... No, Belloc. Oh, yeah. He's in full, like, ceremonial. I we were talking about whenever he was going to threaten to blow it up. He's got, like, headpiece and robes and a big old ornate staff we haven't seen before. Like, he... That was he's... the sun. No, it wasn't. If you pull it up, it's bigger and chunkier. It's mm. something he's found in a different exposit deck. These are his magic items. He's fully decked out. They don't do much. Oh. <sighs> Oh. <laughs> they're not strong enough armor. The AC is not. That's what happens when you try to access items that's too high level for you. <laughs> you put you a helmet on and. <laughs> so Indy gets a rocket launcher off on a cliff and he's like, hey, all I want's Marion. Yeah, I'm going to blow up the arc. And the French guy's like, no, you're no, fucking you not. And he's like, you're right, I'm not. <laughs> so they, they kidnap him and Marion and tie him to a pole. And they start having this ceremony. Belloc is reading, like, Old Testament Hebrew. Uh, it, oh, they open it, and nothing's in there. And they're sand, like, sand. we are kind of screwed, but the other, one guy just laughs. Uh, Locke. Uh, yeah, Locke. And I think talk, that's... Talk. Talk. T-O-H-T. Okay. I think that's because this is, like, 
his 10th exposition, and he's had win some when you lose some. He yeah. just finds it funny at this point when you find, like... This is, like, yeah, this is, like, his, like, sixth outing, and he's found, like, three magic... like Which is a pretty like... good score. I mean, they do have endless resources and hate, mm-hmm. so they're just, like, scouring the globe. But, yeah, you win some, you lose some, and he's just finds this hilarious. He's like, oh, I can't wait to tell Hitler we found a box of sand. <laughs> <laughs> he would laugh so much whenever I told him about this. I mean, this, the box yeah. is made of gold, so... True. There's that. Uh, here, whispers, the sky's starting to change a little, and Indy's like, hey, Marion, just in case this turns out to be real... Even though you're facing away from the ark, don't look at it. Don't him. look at anything. Yeah, close your eyes. Close your fucking eyes, yeah. Because I think I hear God coming <laughs> I think ghosts are about to show I can hear it. I can hear God coming. <laughs> and last time that happened, we got a Jesus. So, <laughs> so ghosts are flying around. One of them comes up, and it, it's, like, really pretty, and then its face melts into a skull. And uh, talk starts to scream. I love his scream. It's so high-pitched. And then the other Nazis like screaming, and then all the Nazis are screaming, and they're filming this. Chain lightning. And they all get a different chain effect. lightning. Yeah, the chain lightning kills out. all the grunts. So then, like, the three big Nazis. Or the fire back, erupts out of the box. Yeah, Belloc and the two big Nazis all get, like, a different kind of effect. The face like, melts down to Belloc's, the skeleton. Belloc's oh, it's just gnarly. kind of, like, prunes up. Like, his skin's still there. But he mummifies he, like, almost, he yeah. Mummified. And then the third guy, that's the best it the ends other guy's on. It just explodes. Melts to skeleton. Yeah. Crazy. PG. Bloody head explosions. Wasn't it like. Like the Disney movie PG, that newest one? (laughs) Yes. Oof. Uh, Indy is fine, and so is Marion because they closed their eyes, and the ghosts have burned their wrists. Ties off. Yeah, everything's like gone. Oh, yeah. It got sucked up to heaven in a pillar of fire. The lid flew up. It all got sucked in the box, and then the lid falls perfectly back down. Mm -hmm. Everyone there is dead. And somehow, Indy and Mirian get this shit back to the U.S. Because the U.S. government is there, and they're like, hey. It's ours now. Don't worry about it. They're like, but what happened to it? It's gone. It's taken care of. But where is it? It's... It's literally like it can destroy the world, so we need to find out how to like keep that from happening. He's like top men. Hey, top we got man. we got it. Don't worry. And this this is enraging because this is exactly what they do is they put it in a gigantic fucking warehouse. How many arcs are in there? I I don't even mean magic items. I just mean shit we steal when we invade countries. I know, but how many how many arc of the Every box in there's an arc <laughs> from a different society. Like how many different face melters are in there? Ooh. You got like uh what are what are some good artifacts we could put in these movies that aren't aliens and aren't like judo christianity being shoved down everybody's throats there's there's gotta be like king arthur's sword we could have excalibur yeah. in the sheath i'd be fine with that what if you got you could go to like a uh, chinese mythology stuff and get like a uh... well i'm yes we i'm not talking about we should go global i'm talking about just to keep it accessible to like an american audience what relics do we know of yeah like we could totally expand up on it on it that they should have yeah. They should have introduced people. I feel like most to wider in America concepts. Know who like the Monkey King is. You could get like that's become more like popular. That. The Monkey King staff, yeah. sure. Um, you you have a big opportunity here to introduce more cultures, more myths, and keep it sort of pulpy, but also keep it gory and dark and kind of grounded in that way. Like, but as far as like non-religious artifacts, keep it religious. Just. You can go to other ones, too. Yeah. You don't have to just validate the, one, is sta- what I'm saying. They had the, the sun god staff in this one. The Ra? Ra. But that was just to find the Ark. <laughs> like, that was... That I, that was weird. Like, yeah. <laughs> What's that saying? Is that saying the Egyptians was... found it after Moses died? Like, because the Egyptians no, were think... around way longer. It was, think... Yeah, that has to be it, then. Yeah. Because it was in an Egyptian tune. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it found its way back to Egypt, is what they're saying. That's an interesting story. What if the next Indiana Jones is Indiana Jones 
25,000 BC. What about Indiana Jones finds a magic lamp and gets a genie? Or goes back in time. <laughs> His tr- or goes yeah. forward in time. Oh, anything but aliens. <laughs> what if he goes so far forward in time... That he has to find his whip and hat, which are magic relics at that point. <laughs> he buries his hat and whip in the sand for a thousand years. Yeah. And comes back. <laughs> Condensed luck. And, you know, we'll get to him, right? Because are you going to put these on your list? Possibly. Any, any more of them? We'll um, see. Might take a little break. Okay. So he doesn't always give them to a museum. Sometimes he gives them back to the culture. Like, it's not always the case. Yeah. Uh, he could do that with more of the items. That'd be cool. Uh, yeah, I want to come up with some other relics he could find. I'll be, I'll like look during the week. What, what are some good known relics we know? A genie lamp. Yeah, Aladdin's lamp. Could that work? Or if he could Arabian find, Nights? Like, Fuck yeah, do that. Paul Bunyan's axe. Oh. What would it do? Or Johnny's apple seeds. Yeah. Or. <laughs> so American lore sucks, is what you're saying. <laughs> yes. Okay. Or a Bowie knife. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> or, uh. Mm. So let's stay away from those. <laughs> we could do anything else. <laughs> oh my god, American mythology is stupid and boring. <laughs> oh, okay. How about. Okay, uh, I got a good one. The John Henry's hammer. Okay. That's a pretty cool one. Uh, Benjamin Franklin's glasses. Well, now you're getting into national treasure. Yeah, I know. Like I know. That's exactly what national treasure them. was. Like fountain of youth. Oh, okay. You El Dorado go. kind of oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, that would yeah. be cool. Um, yeah, yeah. That's more of a uh, indigenous American story that the Spaniards were after, like in Florida and mm-hmm. South America. Yeah, I guess. Earlier on, we were in South America, we found that relic, but we don't know if it had any supernatural power. That would have been I think it did. Of course. I think it did. But I wonder what it did. Made you spread your butt cheeks. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it did. You hold it up, you gotta bend over and spread your butt cheeks. Come full circle. (laughs) (laughs) Two big old golden circles. Alright. Let's not talk about golden circle again. So we're good. We finished this movie. Oh my god, I just listened to that last podcast where they described what a golden circle is. <laughs> just one guy standing, still spinning, peeing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Alright. Well, this has been Have You Seen? This is a treasure of a podcast that belongs in a museum. We'll get I'm, to that one. I'm Justin. I'm Josh. I'm Austin. I had to do some quote, but no. I've been to Indiana. I this don't know. belongs in a museum. I don't know. I just did that. I don't know why you'd want to be named Indiana. Like It was named after a dog, wasn't he? We'll get to that. Sure, but it's not that cool of a state. It's like being named Oklahoma Jones. <laughs> right. Like, that that's cool. a different movie. I'm a... I'm a, I'm a, a train ne- rider. I'm Nebraska Smith. No, you gotta keep Jones. Jones works for them all. Like... <laughs> I'm Kentucky Jones. I'm going to Egypt. Alabama Jones. Oh, Larry the Cable Guy playing Indiana Jones. Alabama Jones. I found the golden turlet. (laughs) (laughs) What? Georgia Jones. Florida Jones. Ooh, Florida Jones. New Mexico Jones. Yeah. (laughs) California Jones. Alaska Jones. It's cold. I I just find ice. All right, check us out on FapCheck. Are we just going to name every state with Jones at the end? How many states can you think of? We'll go to cities after that motherfucker. I'm Columbus, Ohio Jones. I have the... I'm known for hard rock and the lake catching on fire. I thought I went to cities when I said New York Jones, but I should have said New York, New York yeah. Jones. His middle name is New York. <laughs> New York, New York Jones. What do you think Indiana Jones' middle name is? Um, I wonder if that's in the young Indiana Jones. That's on Prime right now. Indy. Indiana Indy Jones. Okay. <laughs> that could work. His name's Junior. Yeah. Like, but I don't know what his dad's name is. So Indiana. 
That's the dog. His dad isn't a dog. <laughs> now we're in Roger Rabbit territory. Like I said when we were watching this, I really want, since, a Han, since Han Solo's dead, I really want an Indiana Jones Chewbacca buddy movie now. Yeah, not gonna happen. No. Well, I don't know, man. Things are getting no, weird. it's not gonna happen. Disney movies are getting live action. Like, it's all topsy-turvy. <laughs> you can find us on fapcheck at gmail.com, fapcheck at YouTube. Our other post- podcast, Amazeballs, is on uh, podcast.com and iTunes. Just like, this one have you seen? That one we talk more about uh, anthology, horror, thriller, comedy, anything retro mm-hmm. that had a bunch mm-hmm. of shows not connected. And I keep finding new ones, so we need to get back Stuff to that. Stuff that's not serialized. Uh, that's what we do. Raul Dahl had one. I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast yet, but it's a spitting image of Tarantino's you scene did. from Four Rooms. Yeah. Uh, that's Raul Dahl's. Um, yeah, there's a couple of good ones I've come across since Shudder's gone up. Good. Shudder's good. Good. It's good, yeah. Lots of new horror all the time. Definitely recommend it for Watch the price. Watch Todd in the Book of Pure Evil. Oh, shit. Shout out to that, yeah. And then kill yourself when you get to the end of it. <laughs> I don't advocate that. You just will, because it's traumatic. <laughs> it never ends. <laughs> it did end. It's over. Yeah, that's the sad thing. It it shouldn't have ended, and it did. It died too soon. We all soon. had to deal with this when Firefly happened, man. This like... was worse. I'd I'd sell Firefly for another season of Todd and Wood Fury. Well, I'd erase it from the collective memory to You're finish like out that. You're like one of the only people that would say. That. I don't give a fuck. Firefly came to a conclusion and has like a bookend. Like you can finish watching Firefly, yeah. and you got a movie. Yeah, motherfucker's got a movie. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear anybody complain about Firefly. It doesn't age that well. It does, yeah. What I'm complaining about is Time of the Book Evil, because I didn't get a movie to finish it. I didn't even get a season. It's forever going to be unresolved between those two best friends. There might be an animation out there. I hear they funded that, (laughs) but I never heard anything about it after on the Kickstarter. You just want some real... Some... Closure. Some, some closure between It's so them. sad. It's so sad. <laughs> but watch it. It's good. That's our recommendation for the week. Josh, you got anything? No. What have you been playing? Uh, Smash. Oh, ooh, okay. Who's your favorite character in it? Isabel, probably. What's Animal she from? Crossing. Animal? Oh. Could she, like, grow carrots or something? Uh, no. <laughs> She's like, she uses a fishing rod. Okay. I don't know Animal Crossing that well, but I hear this is your favorite fighting game. You mean party game. Oh, well, when you play it by yourself, is it a party game? You can play online. <laughs> <laughs> what is it when you play by yourself, though? Because <laughs> it has to be called something. It's a party game. You used to fight NPCs. It's a party game by yourself. Yeah. A Robo, party for one. Robo yeah. party for game? Party of one. A party for one. I don't think they're going to sell many if they call it that. I think they're going to call it a fighting game. That's what game. I call it when I masturbate. <laughs> Say, well, ready, party of one. Why does he keep shouting that? <laughs> Check, please. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Until next week. Bye. <laughs>